0: a different way
1: give it give him some incentive not to shoot missiles right
0: right yeah to right. to to get rid of his nukes and to stop firing off all these missiles and,
1: and here's what Joe comes up with yeah
0: I, I was thinking that maybe we could give him a Weight Watchers commercial or maybe great clips right <laughs> you know or give him his own clothing line like him and Hillary together could have their own quote clo- I mean right and, and he could get money
1: he could be the sponsor for
0: Way Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marie Osmond and Kim Jong-un. That's I, Why not? I mean, if all that came out of this is he got a different haircut, I'd be happy.
2: Yes,
0: you would be. It's, I, I can't. It's in like in the clap, right? The same clap. They got to change the clap. But uh, I don't know. You know, you got to go outside the box a little bit and see if we can incentivize them in a different way. But like you never know what you're going to hear. This is live radio. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. Having something where only you know where it's at. That is what we do, and we do it better than anybody. Our toll-free number is 800 To The website, you already know, allamericangold.com. If you don't have it in your favorites, you got to get it there. Every single day, Monday through Friday, hundreds of articles and videos to keep you in the know. Follow us on Facebook. You never know when we're going to run a giveaway there. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can uh, follow us on, on the podcast. Like Colorado was closed yesterday. If you're following us on po- on our podcast, you'll know when it gets uploaded. I'll send you an alert. Hey, the Patriot Trading Group, it's up. So you know, okay, I can go listen. Uh, So make sure you get all of that done. The most interactive gold company in the world today. I got good news for you guys. The Facebook killer. He was, uh, well, he's no longer here. Wendy said he did the taxpayers a favor. Uh, The cops had found him, and apparently he had killed himself shot himself this morning and I was saying to Wendy, it was so funny because we were talking about it earlier, Wendy actually had a connection to this guy. Her nephew lived in the same condo complex as the guy's girlfriend and I guess the FBI and all that were in there, they took her into protective custody and all this stuff where they are trying to find him
1: yeah, he, my nephew lived uh, two doors down from her. He never saw this gentleman, but his neighbor said, oh, yeah, I saw him all the time. But uh, Sunday night, the FBI came and knocked on his door, told him, everything's fine, but we are taking this woman into protective custody. We will have police here.
0: Right, stuff like that. Right. And then you know what was amazing was is, is Wendy was reading the article about you know the, the him no longer being here. And the cops said that the reason it took this long was because he had too old of a car. He had a Ford Fusion, Fusion, but it was an older model, and they couldn't track him.
1: Right. They couldn't do GPS. They could not ping the car. And apparently they even called Ford
0: to see if they could ping it.
1: And they said, no, too old. Too old. But this, not,
0: this is how it is, right? You we know, got an old car. We can't
1: ping you, so you know.
0: No more using your your new car as a getaway vehicle. Apparently, they can just hack right in there and find out where the car is. That's amazing. It,
1: it is. It's a little creepy. Easy. It's yeah,
0: creepy. creepy.
1: Yeah, very creepy.
0: Big brother's always going to know, let's face it, uh, they'll know where your car is pretty soon when we go to electronic credits. They'll know everything you've ever bought in your entire life. That's why you always like to have a little something put away where only you know where it is at and, and also holds its value, you know, and that's where gold and silver come in. And you think about all of the craziness right now. The Dow's down 150 points. Goldman Sachs actually missed earnings this morning. I I've been doing this a long time. That almost never happens because you know they set the bar so low. Uh, but Goldman Sachs and Johnson and Johnson uh, both driving the Dow lower. All of the. All of the Dow, everyone was saying we're going to have all of these a great earnings season, not off to the best start. You know, we had a bunch of the banks report. Matter of fact, B of A reported today. Same thing as all the other banks. We did okay with trading, but loan loss provisions rising as defaults are rising. Uh, Netflix also weighed in on stocks today. Their subscribership wasn't growing as robustly as as they had hoped. And then we had uh, home. Permits and, and starts. Uh, U.S. builders broke ground on fewer homes in March. They said starts fell uh, 6.8% on a seasonally adjusted rate. Some of that was expected, I guess we had this nice weather in February, not so nice in March. Patriot Radio News Hour got a great show for you. It's tax Day today. We'll talk about that next.
3: If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50+, Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50+, Plus with CoQ10, combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now.
4: 1-800-679-5745. Have you ever felt pressure to compromise your values because of an unethical request from your boss or a decision made at work? What do you do when you're stuck between your values and your livelihood? This is Chris Brown with the Stewardship.com Minute. These situations are tough, no question, but we have to view our work through the lens of 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Our first responsibility is in everything we do is to honor God. So as we seek to be in the world, but not of the world, set clear boundaries for what's in bounds and what's definitely not. Don't stay stuck choosing between your values and your livelihood. Your calling is elsewhere. Go find it. Have more faith in the safety of God than the fear of your boss. Learn practical ways to live out your faith in the workplace at stewardship.com.
1: Every morning I get up before that rooster crows
3: Headed straight to somewhere I don't even want to go Eggs and bacon in my belly and a Vulture's coffee bus Good old radar detector, it protects me from the fuss Well I do what I gotta do to get through working at 9 to 5 It's killing
1: me but then again it's keeping me alive It puts the gas in my truck Butter on my biscuit cup of
0: bucks The day is here tax day usually it's the 15th but because of the easter weekend they gave us till out of the kindness of their hearts the federal government gave us till today and i i'll say this it really it it's ridiculous it is so out of control i don't even know how we got here and and i start thinking about you know bernie sanders is coming to town you know, mister, I want to give everything to everybody, right? Free this, free that. Everybody gets it free. And and you start to realize that, well, that's how we got here. And we actually had to spend, my wife and I, yesterday. Our Our taxes were finally done, which is ridiculous to begin with, but neither here nor there. Our accountant was, well, wrong. And and not wrong where we had to pay too much, but we weren't going to pay enough. I mean, we're like, this isn't right. And we actually had to sit down, go through it, and figure out and find his mistake. And... And before anybody gets going too far, we've already we're already making a change. But neither here nor there. But it's really it happens this way all the time. Uh, we are working with the bank on our credit lines, and they were having a hard time with the the income verification. They're saying it wasn't matching between what was reported and what the IRS says. And of course, someone at the bank made a Key entry error. And, you know, these are people that get paid to do this stuff and they couldn't figure it out to save their life. It took my wife about 20 minutes. <laughs> right? After she went in the bank, I was like, show me what it is that you guys keep talking about. It took her about 20 minutes to figure it out. Uh, but this ought to make everybody feel better. And it's really, it's getting disturbing. Many Americans won't owe the government a dime today. More than 4 in 10 American households, uh, to be precise, 44.3%, upwards of 76 million people, didn't pay a single dime in income tax to the federal government last year not only did they not pay a single dime, they actually got money. According to the data from the Tax Policy Center. By the way, this number, yeah, I expect it to be about the exact same. So I don't, you know, you judge for yourself better or worse? You know, we've had this great job <laughs> recovery. Why wouldn't that number be a lot better? Most of these people aren't paying income tax because they either didn't have any income that's taxable, right? you fall below the poverty level, or because they get enough tax breaks and don't owe the government money. So think about this. This is people that filed a return. And they're saying, hey, after credit." They didn't make, 44% didn't make enough money to pay any taxes. You're, you're talking about almost half of the people. What kind of jobs do, the, do we have? It says common tax breaks include the child tax credit. Right? We all know that one the earned income tax credit, I don't know what that one is, and the exclusion of some or all of your Social Security income. And of course, you know, as the population gets older, more and more people, what that is, their income. Of course, this doesn't mean that they're completely tax-exempt. They said of that 44% roughly two-thirds of those paying no federal income tax would pay federal payroll tax, right? FICA. <laughs> right? So they, they at least paid something into Social Security and Medicare. About 60% of the rest, so of the third that didn't pay anything, 60% of that third are elderly and thus retired. And I guess the the other 40% of that group doesn't have a job at all. But here's how it works out. The lowest 20% got an average $655 from the government and didn't pay any, you know, they were a negative number, right? They they cost us all $655. The second lowest 20%, okay, so that's, you know, Twenty plus twenty—that's forty percent. The second lowest one, there was only five hundred and thirteen dollars to the negative. Then the middle income, so that's going to be forty-one to, to sixty. Okay, so they broke it up by twenty percent. So the zero to twenty, it cost negative six fifty-five. Twenty-one to forty, negative five thirteen. 41 to 60 $2,178 61 to 80 $7220 and then the richest 20% 50k that's kind of how how it all breaks down and and I don't I'm going to tell you right now being a small business owner And reading this makes me pretty angry. Uh, You know, we're not, we are not rich people by any means, my wife and I. We work hard just like all of you out there. And, you know, I know our tax bill, and and it's incredible to think how much of it goes to the federal government. And then I read about how 44% of people don't pay anything. And and it just, again, we can't just keep giving it away. You can't have prosperity through debt. Why does nobody want to figure that out? You know, I read an article uh, today where the restaurant industry is now collapsing. Same stores' uh, sales falling for the 11th out of 12 months. So in the last year sales at restaurants have fallen 11 out of the last 12 months. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, well, that kind of makes sense. Right? All these retailers, thousands and thousands, like like yesterday, a Rue 21, 400 stores. God, just close them up. And, it, and, it, and it's a weekly thing. Every week, somebody's announcing closings, whether it's 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 stores every single week. Where are most of these restaurants at, right? They're in shopping malls and strip centers, right? If the retailers are going out, makes sense. The restaurants are going out, and and you just kind of are, are thinking about what is the problem? We love to shop. I mean, we're Americans. They, you know, we're great at a lot of things. One of the things I think we are, I mean, we lead the world in spending money. Nobody likes to shop like an American. We love to eat out, right? We love to go shopping. Of course, now I guess you can shop at home on your computer, but everybody's broke. If 44% of the people don't pay income tax, How are they going out there and being productive members of society? It kind of tells you that the home ownership rate, which is still in the low 60s, which is historically uh, at the lowest levels in like four or five decades, probably got lower to go. And we start thinking about, well, what's changed? Well, let's see. Uh, Everybody, Everybody and their mother's got student loan debt. Everybody and their mother's got credit card debt. Everybody's got auto loan debt. And you think about this stuff, five decades ago, none of that stuff really existed. Maybe you had some car debt, maybe. The average car loan 47 years ago. Right when I was born was maybe twenty four months. Maybe. That was barely you know what? Even that was wasn't that common. Most people saved their money and paid for a car cash. Of course you buy a new car for two or three thousand dollars. Now what are they, eight years, seven years, eight years? The cost of a, average cost of a car today, you could have bought a whole and two cars. Maybe even three cars for what you pay for a single car today. That's a fact. And you start thinking about, no one had a I don't want credit card debt in 1970. Most people didn't even have a credit card. Student loan debt? That didn't exist. And you start thinking about what it is, and really, I mean, just use a little common sense here. What is it that the Federal Reserve wants? They want growth in debt. Right? This is how they quote-unquote grown the economy. We become a nation where most people can't even make enough money to pay income tax. I don't even want to know how many people can really actually afford to go to college. Right, and Here's the funny part. Right? We all know 99% of every 18-year-old doesn't have any money. They don't have any money. How could we possibly be charging $40,000, $50,000 a year to go to college? For people that don't have any money. Sounds simple. We'll just load it to them. What a great plan. What could go wrong? And you think about what it is that they really did. These brilliant people. I mean, they're just so brilliant. Let's make it super cheap. We'll bring interest rates to zero. Therefore, when these people go to borrow the money, their payments will just be less. Forget about how they're actually going to pay it back. That was their plan. And you know what? It worked. Don't be fooled. There's been, and I I mean this with all sincerity. there really hasn't been that much economic growth at all, really. If you brought student loan debt back to where it was before the crash, auto loan debt back to where it was before the crash, credit card debt back to where it was before the crash, there hasn't been growth. I mean, they did succeed. I mean, they're not dumb. I mean, they did succeed. They did succeed in blowing up the debt of the consumers. And now they're sitting there and they can't figure out why there's no GDP growth. I got an easy answer for you. No one can go out and shop. You know, we know Amazon's taking some business. Let's, not, let's give that credit. That's true. They haven't taken half of all the retail business, though. They haven't. No one has any money. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
3: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, the conservative pro-family broadcast of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a leading voice for the sanctity of life, traditional education, the Constitution, and American sovereignty. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Height.
2: Our federal judiciary is now so stacked with liberal appointees that multiple federal courts have ordered the removal of a small Ten Commandments monument from the lawn of a New Mexico City Hall. The town of Bloomfield has been displaying the Ten Commandments alongside the U.S. Constitution, the Gettysburg Address, and the Bill of Rights, but a lawsuit by the ACLU is forcing the removal of only the Ten Commandments monument. The small town even posted a disclaimer to negate any perception that it was improperly proselytizing, but that was not good enough for the ACLU crowd. The city has intentionally opened up the lawn around City Hall as a public forum where local citizens can display monuments that reflect the city's history of law and government, the sign read. Any message contained on a monument does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the city, but are statements from private citizens, the disclaimer continued. An appellate court admitted that this does dampen the religious message of the monument, but they demanded its removal anyway. The three-judge panel of the Tenth Circuit unanimously ruled that we find an impermissible effect of endorsement and that the disclaimer was insufficient. They ordered the town to uproot the Ten Commandments from its display among the half-dozen historic documents. The town petitioned for a rehearing, but only two out of the twelve active judges on the Tenth Circuit sided with the Ten Commandments, and the petition for rehearing was denied. The two judges in favor of allowing the Ten Commandments to remain explained that the court's decision, quote, continues the error of our Establishment Clause cases. It does not align with the historical understanding of an establishment of religion, and thus what the First Amendment actually prohibits. Well, these two conservative judges, Paul Kelly and Timothy Timkovic, cited the U.S. Supreme Court precedent that allows the Texas state capitol to display the Ten Commandments on its grounds, a plaque that remains to this day. President Obama placed five judges on the Tenth Circuit, and along with President Clinton's two appointees and additional liberal Republican nominees, they have a solid leftist majority that could unfortunately remain in power for a long time.
3: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? To share your viewpoint on never-elected supremacist judges, go to pseagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. a hillbilly scholar, blue collar of a man. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards, use words like no sir. You
0: know, I, I think <laughs> maybe, not maybe, right? I'm thinking about stuff like Eric used to talk about how <laughs> the new union job needed to be hamburger flipper, right, the the, the fry guy, and you needed to pay. You know, of course, this was back when minimum wage was like $5, and he was saying, hey, it's got to go to 15 Of course, now, minimum wage, depending on, you know, some places it's already at 15 It's not enough. It's not enough. of people that filed tax returns paid no income tax. And of that, you know, you think about those people, those 44%, the vast majority of them got money back. Not only did they not pay anything, right? They just got paid. And I don't fault them. But, I mean, this, you know, when, when Ron Paul and them, they talk about fraud, right? The Federal Reserve's a fraud. It absolutely is a fraud. I and mean, this kind of bears it out, doesn't it? You know, now, now every retail, I mean, is there a retailer in the country? I guess Home Depot. If there's a retailer in the country that I haven't read layoffs from, it's probably them. Right? Home Depot, Amazon, but that's it. I mean, even Walmart lays off. Kroger's been laying off. I mean, it's it's incredible. And then and then you you know you, you start thinking about how how all of this is going to play out. Tax receipts have flatlined. The government keeps been matter of fact. Next week, the government shuts down next week if they don't pass you know, some form of a budget. Uh, the government actually is going to shut down, and CNBC was trying to uh, to sit there and say who, who works and who doesn't work, and if the government shuts down, which you almost think it's going to, right? Because the Republicans can't get it together. Every Democrat's going to vote against it, but... It's almost become comical. Right? We hit the debt ceiling. Nah, we'll just shut it off. We'll worry about that later. I mean, it becomes like a yearly thing now. Now the government shutdowns, right? It's become a yearly thing. And the answer really is simple. And the answer is simple because there is no easy answer. Because it's really not payable. I mean, if there was an easy answer, they would do it. Right? Why do they have the shutdown and why do they have the, the debt limit and shutting it off and all? Because you know what? There is no easy answer. The debt has skyrocketed out of control. They don't know what to do. Just when Congress comes back from recess on Monday, okay, so today's Tuesday, next Monday, they've been on re- <laughs> recess, right? They had to take some time off They're there. There are a couple months. They will have five days to head off yet another government shutdown. According to when the U.S. Treasury officials will run out of legal authority to spend money. And really by spending money, issue debt. The deadline will set up another showdown. Right this time with the GOP and the the Democrats. So far, the threat of a shutdown appears low as the GOP seeks to avoid the <laughs> the backlash that accompanied the last shutdown. Of course, that was October 2013. Uh, the ongoing dysfunction in Congress. So who works and who doesn't work? Because you know what? I, I I actually think it's going to shut down. Some benefits, like unemployment insurance and veterans benefits, could be delayed and or reduced the nation's parks right they shut down museums and many passport offices <laughs> so if you're planning on leaving the country go get your passport now the Small Business Administration and the FHA would stop guaranteeing new loan application That's always great. Oh, you wanted to start a business? No, thanks. Come back later. We're busy right now. Oh, you wanted to buy that house? Come back later. Farm subsidy checks would stop flowing. Well, that's probably only going to hurt like McDonald's, right? The big mega farms. And IRS tax processing would slow down. If you're applying for a mortgage and the bank wants to verify your tax return, you may be out of luck. Social Security checks, those would go out. I don't think they actually mail them anymore anyway, but they would go out. But retirees, you would have to wait to sign up. So if you were getting ready to sign up for Social Security during a government shutdown, you would be out of luck. U.S. military troops would con- uh, would continue to serve, but some may have to wait to get paid. It doesn't give me any detail. The Commerce and the Labor Departments would shut down. So I don't know that they really do anything anyway. Which would delay their data releases. There you go. Right? I <laughs> I'd be affected because I couldn't get any of their seasonally adjusted data. That would create hardships for economists and investors. And I'm only laughing because every investor knows that that stuff isn't even worth the paper it's printed on. Some of the more than 2.2 million government workers would be exempt from furlough, including those who provide essential services. NSA agents would keep snooping on your phone calls. Don't worry about that. Big Brother will keep working. TSA screeners, they'll be at the airports. Don't worry though, you'll get the, the, the wand down and the pat down and making sure your bottle of water gets thrown in the garbage. Air traffic controllers would show up for work. All right, so you know, hopefully the, your plane won't crash. Along with food safety inspectors, border patrol, and federal prison guard. Most FBI agents, doctors and nurses at VA and other federal hospitals. And federal emergency and disaster relief workers. So that's who would stay on the job if the government shuts down next week. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
5: Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Today's
1: a new day. But there is no
6: sunshine. Did you know that God loves to talk to you? I'm Rochelle, host of Healing Talk, and we talk healing. Listen every Friday at 5 30 p.m. and 24-7 at Family Values Radio 1010.com. Join Healing Talk as we explore.
0: We've been keeping the government open right now. We've been operating without a federal budget uh, since the budget year began on October the 1st. I'm not sure if they can pass another one. I don't know how that law breaks down, but they have till next Friday to figure something out. Uh, well, I guess we'll all watch and laugh, and it is really, truly amazing. How How is this in the best interest of the United States? And again, though, like I said, there's really no good answer. Why is it getting harder? You know, you think about, you know, this is this is something that has only occurred really in the last 10 or 15 years where the government's shutting down and all of this stuff and debt ceilings and and shutting off the debt clock and taking uh, extraordinary measures and stopping the fund funding of pensions and things like this and using accounting tricks uh, to... To keep the government running, and you and you know that's kind of the beginning, isn't it? Right, you think about like a a company that's getting ready to go out of business, right? That's how it starts, right? Right. All of the start paying your bills a little slower. You 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 start shuffling the money around, right? All of these these companies that report their earnings. Uh, all of a sudden the gap accounting's gone and they 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 have all of these one offs that they try to pretend don't count. It's like Johnson and Johnson's earnings. Yeah they you know, technically they beat the street. But when you actually looked at the real numbers, sales were down again. Right? And they used more and not that J and J's gonna go out of business, but you get the idea. And this is where we're at. At the at the highest level. and you, and you just start thinking about how we we haven't even entered into the big debt years yet. And that's coming here, right? The next ten years are brutal, right? Because all the baby and you know what the funny thing was is we knew it was coming, right? And they robbed us. They robbed us all. Matter of fact, uh, I want to say it was Zero Hedge had a great chart out. I'll see if uh, we can find it and get it up on the website today. Talking about the breakdown of who pays taxes. And they show how businesses, go back to the 50s, businesses used to pay the vast majority of taxes. Now they kind of pay, what, the smallest amount, and we're going to make them pay even less, right, because we're not competitive. Do right? you believe that nonsense? The individual, we pay more than ever, yet less and less individuals are paying. And then they actually have one there for Social Security. And remember, I told you, you know, Social Security used to be pay as you come. So you paid a percent, percent and a half, because that was all you needed. And then they convinced us to prepay. Right, All the baby boomers, we wanted to prepay. We're going to charge you a lot more than we need now in order to pay for it later. And then they spent it all. But the latest graph shows what I've been talking about. It's going down. Because right? Social Security, we're not taking in enough money. And so all of these things are getting ready uh, to 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 explode, and you just you can't have prosperity through debt. You can you can for a little while, right? We all know this. If I I don't have the money and I put it on my credit card, I got prosperity for the immediate future, right? I I charge that chicken parm. So I had prosperity when I ate it, right? (laughs) The problem is, at the end of the month, the bill came, and now I'm less prosperous. And this is something where, little by little, they've been picking us off, right? They're picking off the middle class, and more of us and more of us are falling into the we-don't-pay bracket. So we finally caught up on shipping, and we were waiting, the last little bit here, we were waiting on some silver, and we were waiting on specifically uh, some junk bags and, and some half dollars, and when, when the shipment finally came, we opened it up, we were going through it, and I opened up this bag that was supposed to be half dollars, and it was done. And Wendy, yesterday, this was on Friday, late Friday afternoon, it finally showed up. And uh, Wendy, on Monday, she called down to the bullion bank and said, hey, you know, what gives? And, and their first response was, well, you must not have wrote it down, right? You know, when we tell them what to ship, And Wendy's like, no, we we have it right. And, and they pulled their sheet, and they're like, oh, yeah, and, and they made a mistake. So this morning they called us and wanted to, to make nice with us, and they said, "Wendy, how many bags did they say? Two, three, three. They got three bags of half dollars. They're coming to our bullion bank in California. Three full bags of half dollars, and they 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 gave us a fantastic price that we're going to pass along to you. If you want to buy a roll." of half dollars. Okay, that's $10 face, that's 20 half dollars. Uh, they're $20, they're $145 for the roll, which is uh, $20.27 $20. an ounce. So you're talking about $2 over spot for silver half dollars. That's normally cost. If you want to buy an entire bag, that's 14300 delivered. That brings your cost to $1.75 over spot. That would bring your cost down to $20 to the ounce. Uh, Patriot Radio News, our final segment coming up.
3: This is Lighten Up with Ken Davis, brought to you by ChristianBook.com, where believers go to find resources for the Christian life. Lighten Up is a moment to brighten your day and encourage your faith in Christ. We're hoping you have your answer ready, as author, motivational speaker, and comedian Ken Davis asked the question,
6: Where do babies come from? A little girl was given an assignment to write a story on where my family came from. The purpose of this assignment was to help her learn about her genealogy. One night she climbed up in her grandmother's lap and asked, Grandma, where did I come from? Well, Grandma was a little shocked and wasn't about to touch this subject without the girl's parents at home. So to stall, she answered with the old wives' tale, Sweetheart, the stork brought you. After a short, thoughtful pause, the little girl asked, Where did Mom come from then? Again, the grandma defaulted to the old explanation. The stork brought her, too. The little girl was relentless. Okay, where did you come from, Grandma? The stork brought me too, dear. With that, the little girl said, okay, thanks, Grandma, and crawled off her lap. She went to her room and began writing her story with these words. For three generations, there have been no normal births in our family. (laughs) What a blessing that God is the author of creation and procreation. What a joy to let children know that the miracle of birth is a God idea. What a surprise to sometimes discover that they know already. Don't wait for someone else to give your child misinformation. No credit goes to the stork or the stories that swirl around the locker rooms of early life. Birth is God's miracle. Preach it. Lighten up and live. This has been Lighten Up, brought to you by ChristianBook.com.
5: Thanks for listening.
0: Final segment, Pedro Radio News Hour. Once again, silver half dollars. These are junk silver. This pre 1965. So. 64s and older, the Kennedys, Franklins, Walkers, rolls of 20 at $2 over spot. Right now, silver's uh, about $20.25, $145 a roll. If you want to buy them, buy the roll. If you want to buy an entire bag of half dollars, which, you know, let's face it, a lot of times in the past been very hard to do. $1.75 Dollar seventy five over fourteen thousand three hundred delivered. Uh, the bullion bank trying to make nice with us as they uh, they had misshipped us. I will say this: if you buy the bag, if you buy the full bag, be careful with these buckets. They're real. They're right. They're fifty six pounds and these Chinese buckets. The handles tend to slip off of them, so be careful. Uh, Eight hundred. 9510592. You don't think we have a problem here? HSBC Bank said that 70% of millennials in China, 46% of millennials in Mexico own a home, versus only 35% of millennials in the United States. Yes, apparently the American dream is alive and well in China and Mexico. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Really, I don't. I mean, you read stuff like that, and you and you really have a hard time understanding where all of this is going to end up. Uh, the Dow's down a hundred and fifty points. Essentially, took back yesterday. I mean, yesterday had a, a relief rally uh, on on no news today. Uh, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, Netflix all reported earnings that missed the mark. And I just saw across the tape Harley-Davidson, uh, the motorcycle, revenue down 14%. Uh, the s and is down 10 The Nasdaq's down 20%. Uh, gold's unchanged, sitting right near another high for the year, $1,289.50. Uh, silver's down today. Actually, silver's down twenty-five cents. So, so you're saving on both ends at eighteen twenty-five uh, U.S. silver half dollars. It's uh, going to be a mix. You're going to get some Kennedy, some Franklin, some Walkers. Uh, One forty-five a roll, which is twenty dollars and twenty-seven cents to the ounce. If you buy the whole bag, that's a thousand dollars face. That's two thousand silver half dollars. That's Seven hundred and fifteen ounces, which is like I said, fifty-six pounds. Uh, Dollar seventy-five over spot, so twenty bucks an ounce. Uh, Fourteen thousand three hundred delivered. Our toll-free number: eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. By the way, Credit Suisse, uh, just about five. Well, I like think that. 15 minutes ago has raised their gold forecast they said gold 1400 before the end of 2017 even Citigroup said hey gold's going to be a little higher than what we said here's the funny part gold's up double digit this year it's up over 23 percent in the last 15 months yet none of these people told you to buy it 800 That is our number. Call us. We'll be back tomorrow.